Hey everybody, welcome back. I'm Jesse, your DM. Cody playing Lazarus. Brennan playing Dis. Mike playing Nim. Britt playing Kenna. And we are Double Doubles and Dragons. We're a group of goofy Canadians that have gotten together to play a little D&D. Uh, sometimes we will say things that are inoffensive. We mean them as jokes, of course, and they're certainly funny to us, but some people may find this offensive. If you do, we apologize, but we don't want any hate mail about it. So just don't listen, okay? Uh, let's jump right into the action. Welcome back, everybody. Quick recap. Uh, we've been in combat. Uh, basically, two assassins seem to have snuck in to Sir Wallace's little manor, and Kenna ended up kind of stumbling into one of them in mouse form, and the guy was a little wise to the world, and kicked her into the corner, popped her out of form, and proceeded to beat the hell out of her. Uh, to be fair, she was doing fine right up until the second assassin came in, and also beat the hell out of her. But... She's okay now. Lazarus came to save the day, scared the two guys with a big, mighty dragon roar, and proceeded to beat the ever-living hell out of one of them <laughs> into a gooey puddle of jam. Uh, and the other one has basically said he gives up at this so point. Is the title going to be Lazarus Makes Jam V2? <laughs> <laughs> perhaps. Perhaps that will be the episode of the title. Those of you listening to this online will see if I kept that title or not. <laughs> uh, okay, so yeah, he's, he's, he's just like, yeah, no, I give up. Okay, and then I do the yeah, you grab, you open his mouth. Um, you don't see, like, a fake tooth or anything like that. That'd be a little harder to do at this day and age. But uh, there is something tucked into the back, back left of his cheek. Some little, like, it looks like a leaf that's been, like, folded over a couple of times. Yeah, then I, once I see that, I really hold him tight. I even put, like, my fingers in there. So if he tries to bite on it, he gets my hand instead. And then I can try and tape it out. Fair. Um, roll a sleight of hand. You gotta get this out there without opening it. Kenna has smaller hands. Alright, well then Lazarus just I guess if she pipes if you actually piped up I would have. Alright, well then Do I you just... know what he's looking for? Like would you know what he's looking for? Why would we seen someone kill himself that way? Mm-hmm. No. It's kind of assassin. Yeah. Then no, I would not know. Okay, then Lazarus, you'll have to use your hands. Mm. Unless you were to communicate that there's something in there. I think we'll have him, because now he'll yeah. know to communicate such a thing. It didn't come to his mind first. Uh, 22? No, okay. 20. <laughs> yeah, not bad. So yeah, you're just kind of like, you've got those big, meaty dragon hands, but nevertheless, you just shove two fingers in there and kind of dig around a little and pull the little pouch out. And the guy the whole time is just like, go, go. But uh, you get it out. All right, I very gingerly, I guess, hand it to Kenna since she's good at that stuff. Yeah, I think she's got some medical skills. I do. Okay, you hand the pouch. What are you doing to the guy? I'm still holding him, and then I hand him my rope and make him start tying himself while I just stand there keep fearing him. Okay, fair enough. So he starts looping the rope around himself. And I'm watching that he's not, like, yeah, obviously. Uh, do a uh, perception check, just to make sure he's not trying anything funny. 22. Okay. You you watch him tie, and he seems a little too afraid to try anything funny. But uh, overall, like, the knots look good, tightness like, of the rope. Like, when he gets okay. to the point of the knot, then Lazarus does the knot okay. itself. That seems fair. Yeah, so you've got, you've got this guy tied up. Uh, how long does the fear last? Uh, it lasts for a full minute. Totally. Okay, he's probably dropped by now. Yeah. Yeah, no, if he's just tied up there, 
Uh, we've taken the thing out. I guess I search him. Okay. Like, I guess we, like, I just, like, now he's tied. I just kind of, like, take him down and, like, search him completely. Okay. Given a, uh, investigation, dig through his pockets. 18. Okay. So you dig through his pockets, and at first you come up with nothing. And you're like, okay, like, kind of makes sense. He'd come to a mission with nothing in his pockets. Like, that that makes sense. Uh, but then you're like, I mean, I gotta, like, I gotta really check. Mm-hmm. So you start, like, taking off clothing. Not naked, but you start taking off clothing so you can search it more thoroughly. And in his vest, when you take it off and you start kind of, like, crunkling little parts of it, you find a spot that feels like it's got a little bit too much resistance, and you find a little secreted away pocket. You pull out a little, little index card-sized note that's been tucked in there. Is it folded? Or... Uh, it is folded. I'll use Detect Magic again. Okay, go ahead. So you cast Detect Magic, your eyes cloud over, much like we've seen from Nim before, and uh, you take a look, and there's definitely magic on the note. Some sort of evocation enchantment has been woven into the note. I have his spell magic on. <laughs> this is what you see. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you, Des. Uh In that case, like I'll be like, mm-hmm, there is magic on it. I can handle that. Okay. I just kind of like hold it up. Yeah. Can you say whatever you want to say for dispel magic? Magic away. <laughs> Very nice. Kind of away. And uh, you're watching on the note, and the magic does recede, and it, it's just a normal. I'm watching that guy's reaction the whole time. He's he's kind of giving you like one of the when you first pulled it out of the pocket, he had a pretty stone face. But now that I got the now that it's disenchanted, he just kind of like there's a little bit of like an eyebrow raise, but he's still like you can tell he's trying very hard to maintain composure. I inspect it more closely. Like, is there anything else? Go ahead. Mm. <laughs> That's a six for investigation really that time. Uh, other than that, it's just a slip of paper. All right, well, then I hand it to Kenna at this point and keep my eye on this guy. Okay. Kenna, you've now got two things, a pouch of something or other and a folded up piece of something or other. Um, I tuck the the leaf thingy away in a safe spot in my belt. Okay. Uh, for a further herbalism check later. Fair. Uh, the note has my attention now. Okay. Uh, I want to investigate the note. Okay. You pop the note open, and you're met with a script you can't read. But it seems somewhat familiar. Like, some of the symbols on it, like, kind of remind you of the symbols on the buildings. But, like, not enough for you to be able to decipher any of it. But I would probably, like... You you can make the logic leap. You're like, eh, some of that looks pretty close. I think this is in Thieves' Camp. We're going to need our other buddy to get him to read it. Mm, now what are we going to do with this one in the meantime? I don't know. I think we could take him. Can I roll perception very quickly? Ooh, uh, that's going to be 27. Okay. As soon as Kenna starts talking, you hear from out in the hallway boots moving by. It seems that help that you've asked for has finally arrived. However... As the boots are going by, you hear somebody scream, It was in the kitchen! And in that moment, the guy that you're guarding just kind of looks at Kenna. I can tell you what it says. It says, keep everybody distracted for a little while. 
Sorry, it, sorry. Someone just screamed out. It's in the kitchen. Like it, it was in the kitchen. Oh, they got the thing. Fucking right. thieves got it before we got it. <laughs> Fuck. Uh-oh. There was two assassins. I was after them. I so said, what do you do? Uh, I guess I open the door and look outside again. There are several guards running by, all towards the kitchen. As you open the door, one of the guards recognizes you and is just kind of like, "Lazarus, they they got in the kitchen, man." There's two assassins in here. There's more in the kitchen. Well, then I guess Lazarus just like starts going through the kitchen. Okay, so you run for uh, the well, kitchen. Actually, I'll tell the guard that you know, deal with the one captured inside that room, and then okay, Lazarus. he he looks inside and he goes, "Yeah, no, I got it." And then I suppose I keep running on to see what else happened. Okay, you run for the kitchen, Kenna. What are you doing? I don't trust any guards at this point. Fair. <laughs> had a bad experience. I've had some bad experience. It's understandable. Um, <laughs> so you're just going to stay where you are then, or? Yeah, but I'm going to heal myself a little bit. That seems fair. I'm feeling, yeah. I'm feeling a, a little low. <laughs> a little exposed. A little. That's fair. A there. While you heal, we'll say, use as many heals as you want. We'll come back to you and we'll see how many spell slots you used. Uh, Lazarus, you run into the kitchen. And when you come in, the two guards that are supposed to be there have been pinned to the wall with two very long, long swords each. So they're kind of like pinned here and here in the shoulders up onto the wall. The door to the pantry lies open, and that entire area has been ransacked. Like, there's just shit thrown everywhere, there's food all over the floor. Um... So they've already been in, and there's guards. Seems like. And guards are all over the place there. There's lots of guards in the kitchen, but none of them have gone into the pantry yet. Okay. I guess I quickly ask around whether or not anything's come out, and then whether or not we're. One of them kind of. We think they were gone. <clears throat> Is this one allowed to go in and check them? Yeah, I, I think you're okay. Alright, well then I'll slowly heading into the pantry, and nobody's in there. Nobody's in there. Alright, well then I can slowly make rounds through there, trying to pick up anything. Okay, uh, do a luck roll and an investigation roll. All those good rolls are now coming into effect. Uh, luck was three, investigation's eleven. Okay. So you start inside, and you're digging around, and... As luck would have it, you slip on some of the wet material on the floor, and you almost fall. You kind of do that, like, big Mm. pinwheeling arm to fall. And as you fall, your arms hit some of the shelves, and the whole thing piles in on you. (laughs) And you just get covered in food, and, and just, like, flour, and all that stuff. But as everything falls on top of you... You notice that underneath one of the big bags of flour, there was something, there was a piece of paper tucked under there, and it's now resting on your chest. A little dirty from the food, but it's okay. <laughs> Get in. Um, <laughs> I guess, like, does, does it have anything on it? It's definitely got some writing on it, but you, you I mean, are you trying to covertly check it? Because, I mean, people are watching you. Oh, uh, well then I guess I just, like, I, if it's on my chest, I just stand up quickly and it just kind of, like, holds my chest for a second. Okay, like facing away from everybody? Yeah, like, get back up if it's still on my chest. Okay, roll a stealth roll. 
Clank, clank. <laughs> well, I'm not trying to stealth. It's not so much pirate. the loudness, it's how... Actually, sorry, sleight of hand might be more appropriate. But I guess whichever you're better at. Uh, it's only ten. I'm feeling kind. Uh, okay, so you stand up. You're not sure if anybody saw it, but you're kind of like... You've kind of got the piece of paper on your chest. Mm. You're kind of holding it there. Alright, I guess I check... <laughs> I don't know if it's like something left over by the people that were in there, or if it's over after. You, you can't be sure. Not without more time to look at it. But it is a piece of paper. I suppose I just look at it for now. Okay, so you just kind of pull it away from your chest mm. to take a look at it. Okay. Here is the note. It's handwritten, written in common. That's what it says. The suspense is killing everyone. I know. Maybe read it aloud for everybody. Well, <laughs> if, if you have a hard time with cursive, somebody that's better at reading oh, cursive can take it. <laughs> Attention all foreman craftsmen. The current delays to the project are unacceptable. All workers found to be forming at a reduced pace or inattentive to their tasks must be punished quickly and severely. Anyone not carrying out these instructions will be removed from their position and sent to the Queen's Guard for appropriate punishment. Appeals or complaints... Of extenuating circumstances will not be heard. Your Lord Regent of the Market Room. Why would the thieves kill them then? Yeah, really. not. It can't be what the thieves kill them. Should be. Is Christina's ready or yours? Christina's. I was yeah. gonna say this she's time. been practicing calligraphy. Uh, so I guess in that case, it doesn't seem like haha. We took your thing. Right? That's all. No, it's certainly not a note that's like, ha 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 ha, yeah, we okay. got your stuff. That's all Lazarus was checking. <laughs> okay. So do you keep it, or what are, what are you doing with this piece of paper? Um, it went missing there. I guess Lazarus. It, like, Lazarus saw it come out from under the flower. Correct. He, he, he was tucked it. under a flower bag. Then, Only Lazarus can decide if he keeps it or not. Well, then, yeah, if this is the item at that moment with people already coming in here potentially finding it, he'll try and tuck it out. Okay. Okay. You try to slip it in as covertly as you think you got away with. We'll take a break from you guys. Let things cool down there for a moment. We'll come back to Dis and Nim. Now, Dis and Nim are in no less of an auspicious place being inside of some sort of horrible torture warehouse where young virgin women are being sliced for their blood to mix into some sort of chalk for a quote-unquote art project. Um, you continue to uh, be with uh, the proprietor of this establishment of horrors known as Master Discomfort, and uh, you were just inside of that room where the last processing step is. What would you like to do? Um, I will, sorry, I will remind, just for the people listening, they found a girl who they think could be Mary, but they're not sure. 
Uh, it was too difficult to see behind the blood and the girl obviously deliberately facing away from them in the cells. But nevertheless, there are 12 young girls locked in the basement in obvious duress. All right, well, I think we've seen what we've come to see. Let's talk on the way back to the entrance. All right. As I said, I have to get ready for bloodletting. Would you like to see process? That way you can inform the master that I am doing a good job. I can show you. I am extracting exactly as much blood as the girls can give. Now, we trust that you're letting the right amount of blood here. That's good. It looks like you're doing your job well. Bah. However. Pause. Okay. However. We were sent here to make sure everything was going well under strict orders from Wallace. And from what I've seen here, I'm not sure if production can keep up properly with the amount of women you have. Is what I'm saying. There's not enough girls. So, what we're proposing to have happen here is a halt on bloodletting for today while we get back to Wallace, tell him the problem, and send out more as a measure to make sure none of what you have remaining in here dry out in that time, allowing a smoother flow production line. And you will clear this with Wallace. Of course. It's our job. We are the messengers here. So he will not mind if no girls bleed today. It won't come down on your head. Mm, Alright. I could use brief break. This seems an acceptable solution. I just need more girls is all. We understand and we'll be sure to relay that to Wallace and have him bring some more in for you. Very well, that sounds like it would be a good idea. Now, Is there anything else you need to see before you go, then? Actually, yes. Some of the... Uh, we saw the containers in your processing room for this blood chalk. And we're going to need to take one of those containers back to verify the process- processing's been done successfully and is still rolling as, as expected. Just one container is all we need. Roll Persuasion. Eighteen. I'm not sure I understand. Wallace was very clear. No finished product was to be sent to his manor. No link back to him. Well, that's why we were sent. Things are changing. Have you ever had to stop production here while women are available to bleed? Everything's changing. We need to show him that the current processing is up to standards up to this point. This won't be in any sort of widespread use. Alright, I suppose it makes sense. He would need to confirm product is up to snuff. Very well, I will allow you to take one vial. It's acceptable. Um, I just wait there like a wait for him to go get it. He leaves to go get the vial. Um, in the meantime, he leaves you in the room with the tables. 
<laughs> what the fuck is going on here? No idea. Um, you there is the stairwell down to the girls still there as well. Um, uh, from my knowledge, if we go down near where the girls are held, will he have to come back by us from like the sub basement? I guess. Uh, no. Like the room he just went into is on that first level, so he basically went off to the right. You guys could just go down the stairs behind you. For those of you sitting at home, Dis is giving Nim that look like we should do something dangerous. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll like signal Dis to come down to my level so we can whisper. I'll be like, so Dis, um, I could maybe incapacitate him for a little while and we could maybe steal his keys and release these girls. We could do that, but we'll probably have to. Make sure he doesn't talk to Wallace again. Yeah, well, I mean, he's doing some pretty evil shit. I think Lazarus even would agree with that. I know. Don't you put words in Lazarus' mouth? <laughs> he said I'm pretty sure. <laughs> that's fair, that's fair. I agree. Think we need to deal with this now. Who knows what could happen to maybe Mary or the rest of them. Okay, so I'm thinking it's just like Phantasmal Force and then? Then I stab. You can stab, he stab. It's been a while. Then I stab and he stabbed. Okay. Just, just pulls the daggers and like rubs them together. He's like, it's been a while. Or any I'm going to roll my port for the day. Yes, please have your points. Oh, not one. I know. Finally. The only time uh, someone's happening. ever excited about a nat one. At the Jeez, right yeah. For, for you guys listening at home, the portents are the things Nim can roll uh, once a day where he can use those dice rolls in place of somebody else's dice rolls to either help them succeed or fail in action. And that is the first time he's rolled a nat one where he could guarantee... Oh, <laughs> oh my. Well, I mean, if that's not a sign from the gods... We're doing the right thing. <laughs> this, is, this is the time for this to happen. Is oh, I feel like Nim would just be like, I feel like I can do no wrong today. <laughs> I've got this. Let me channel my god. He says you were the luckiest Maybe man alive right now. Let's do this. Things. Yeah, Nim, Nim like woke up this morning and like the portents formalized in his mind. And he was just like, I'm going to do some shit. <laughs> today is Nim's day, huh? Well, I, I do all this bitching about never getting a nat 1 and a nat 20, and then one day it just happens that both happen in one day. <laughs> it happens. Oh. Good time, too. So do I ensure that he gets Phantasmal Force, then? Well, does it break? It doesn't break on my damage. No, it breaks when he succeeds. Uh, yes, it succeeds. Uh, intelligence investigation check against my spell save DC. You can read the spell I do. But I he has to use his action to do it, so. Mm, all right, all right. So, so I craft an illusion that takes root in the target's mind. Uh, must make it. The target must make an intelligence saving throw on a failed save. I create a phantasmal object, creature, or other visible phenomenon of my choice, no larger than a 10 foot cube, that is perceivable only to the target for the duration. The spell has no effect on undead or constructs. Now, just to be safe, can we actually cast magic in here? Maybe we want to get him outside? 
Yeah, can you do a quick test? Like, maybe some some lights? Well, you said like, something about the ring setting off alarms, so... Yeah. Hmm. Can we get him outside? Well, how close are we to the door right now? Uh, like, about... It's a big warehouse, so, like, he's maybe... The door's about 60 feet away from you. It's a big building. You do, as you're kind of taking that pause, you do hear from the little room, he's like, I'm just trying to find the newest vial, so, you know, is best quality. It may take another minute. It's okay. Take your time. I want to go to the door, or where he's looking at, because I'm okay. assuming the doorway's open right now. Yeah. Since he can talk through it. I just want to glance and check up on what he's doing. Sure, yeah, he's basically, like, he's going through each of the vials, and he's they've got some sort of, like information on the bottom, so he keeps, like, flipping them up, and he's kind of like, no, he's not good enough, and he's kind of, like, checking a couple of other ones. He seems very concerned about getting, like, a, a good sample for Wallace to see. Alright. I, I, I signaled this back over, and then I'm like, okay, so maybe we say, uh, you know, we can't use our rings in here, but we'd like him to check in with Wallace before we before we leave, so we get him outside the warehouse? Probably. I think you'll have to do the talking, though. I'll, uh, I'll give it a try. Okay. Um. So I guess I'll wait until he procures. It, it doesn't take too much longer. He's kind of, he walks out and he's holding a vial. It's about, again, those, like, that two-inch by two-inch cube. All right, this should be newest batch, just finished. Shows most recent quality. I take it, my... Act like I'm examining it pretty close. You do good work. Did my bag? Yes, he's is hard, but he's rewarding. Now for the last thing we're going to need. Obviously, as you know, we can't communicate too well in here with Wallace. We're going to need you to step outside with us quickly and just confirm that we have indeed helped check this place out as a kind of a second step of verification for Wallace. Uh... Is that okay with your time being kind of open now? How am I going to talk to Wallace? As far as I know, he has no rings. It's okay. We have a setup we've done with the help of Nim here. He's a bit of a little magician. Oh, you have some sort of talking magic. That's right, yep. He's good. Outside would be best. I would not recommend casting inside. Powder makes things a little unstable. Uh, even just exposure can be a bit problematic over time. That makes sense. All right. It's a good thing you let us know that as well. Let's go outside then. All right. It should be fine. Uh, and he kind of starts, like, walking out. Okay. And while we're walking out, do you know of any private areas? Just making sure nobody can hear us. Don't want people to associate us with the knockback. You should be fine. Uh, basically, for entire two buildings away in every direction, Wallace bought all of it and kicked everyone out. Also, people, we used to have street people every once in a while, but uh, something about the powder it sort of messes with your brain after a while, and people stay away. All right, good. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, he, he walks out through the door and kind of looks up a little bit and does your kind of drow, like, oh, that's a little bright. While he's doing that, because I'm assuming I would expect for him to react the same way I do to that. Yeah. While he does that, I want to take out the powder and kind of 
sneakily just put it somewhere hidden by the door as a way to not interfere with Nim's magic. Okay, fair um, enough. And just kind of, yeah, just use that opportunity to kind of sneak it. Sure, uh, roll sleight of hand to see if you, you, you get that down. Uh, 23. Okay, you kind of stealthily put the little cubed vial down, and it, more or less it doesn't seem like he noticed. Alright, so uh, how does this work? Do I just scream into Tiny Gnome's face? Or or how how does the magic work? Oh, uh, Here, one sec, I'll, I'll cast a spell for you. And I'm going to Phantasmal Force. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sounds good. Sounds uh, good. And I want to create the Phantasm. Oh god, what kind of Phantasm? I really like the chains. Just make all like the little girls he was cutting just come out of the ground, <laughs> grabbing his ankles. <laughs> Dark. <laughs> he deserves it. Um, I, w- I want to make chains of like binding light that like are bright enough to like blind him. Okay. And I just want to. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, I can't. Well, see you, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> but good effort, this. <laughs> Okay, um, so what does he roll? Uh, it's and He rolls a one. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, I, I mean, like, I, I get a he's print. probably going to push yeah, the one. I think I'm just going to burn the portent on it. Just to be sure? Just to be sure. It's an intelligence saving throw, but... Are I you mean, guys going to fight him, or just Phantasmal Forceman run? Um, I think we're going to try and kill him. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to. Okay. Uh, <laughs> then in that talking. case, obviously the cast succeeds, and roll initiative. That's not good. Yeah, me neither. Just gonna, <laughs> just gonna go over here. Alrighty. Okay. He just breaks it immediately. Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. It's a full action though, so he has to. Yeah, he loses his, his turn. He loses his turn essentially. Okay, fifteen and above. Ten. That's fifteen, right? No. I'm lower than 10, so... Okay. So we will do... The dice given. That's not how you were that number. Uh, Dis, what were you? 10. And Nim, you were... 6. I mean, it's a good thing you got the Phantasmal Force off ahead of time, then, I guess. (laughs) Okay. So, yeah, you roll it, and you force him to fail it with your portent. And to him, he imagines these chains of pure light wrapping around and you hear him that is so unnaturally bright (laughs) (laughs) just slightly nods uh yeah and he kind of like he's frozen there and you can see him he's kind of like trying to look around but he's holding his eyes closed and he's what what is happening what have you done oh my god assassins are attacking protect discomfort look out we're gonna try to save you uh, both of you roll deception. <laughs> 19. Okay. Um, that's an 11. Okay. He seems pretty flustered, and he's just kind of like, Yes, please! I have so much more work to do! <laughs> uh, but yeah, he seems to buy it, more or less. Um... So it is his turn first, and he's, um, let's see. Does he skip his turn because this is kind of like an ambush sneak attack? Basically, uh, Nim got his attack off before initiative happened, so initiative proceeds normally Mm -hmm. after that. 
Um, so yeah, I guess like you did say there were assassins, so I think he'll, he can make the, be like, they've trapped me in some kind of magic. I'm going to try to break it. And he's going to try to roll. Okay. Uh, it's an intelligence roll. Intelligence. Yeah. In- investigation, if that makes a difference. Okie dokie. Uh, he definitely fails that first one. So he's just kind of, I can't break the chains. You will have to fight. We'll protect you. <laughs> Uh, and that'll take us to Dis's turn. <laughs> I want to get real close to him. Okay. I want to pull up my weapons. I, I just want to try to slit his throat. Do we want to save the crit for later if we need it? Because um, I got a crit saved up, so. If you specifically want to target his throat, it's disadvantage. Even though he's it, completely it's bound, he can't move. So if it's, it's a, like it's a, a mil- because it's a cold attack. Because otherwise, you could just like one shot anything in the game by doing that combo. But if there's a human fully like, I don't understand if somebody's lying on the ground. How like if I get close to their throat, how I'm like have a chance to even this? I mean, I would assume he's flailing around, still trying to break whatever chains he thinks he's in. So there is a certain amount of movement involved. That's, that's true. Okay, that makes sense. Um, I would maybe say I would say like because you would have disadvantage normally, but of course you'd have advantage attacking a guy that can't move. So maybe we'll just call it like it's a normal roll at that point. Okay. Um, actually, um, I won't do it as a call. I'll just attack normally. Okay, which so, would give you advantage because they count as paralyzed when they're in that. I think we figured out last time. Yeah, it depends. Or it says they're immobile, right? Depends on what effect you want to put. Yeah. Does it... Because I remember we did this not all that long ago. Actually, no, sorry. He'd be restrained because he's not paralyzed. He thinks he's restrained. Mm. So he should have... He can't move and he can't benefit from any bonus actions from speed. His attack roll... Or attack rolls against him have advantage and his attack rolls have disadvantage and he has disadvantage on dexterity saving throws. So yeah, you'd have advantage while you're attacking him. Okay. Um... I'm fighting them off. They might get in close. Just brace yourself. And I want to attack them. Okay. That sounds fine. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Um, uh, 15? Uh, miss. Alright. Uh, second attack. Eighteen. Hit. I guess for the first one, he was just kind of like, alright, I'll try to dodge as much as I can, and he started, like, flailing around super erratically right after you said that, and you were just kind of like, miss, and you're like, ah! <laughs> um, alright, I'll sneak attack, too. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> uh, okay. Um, for 20 piercing? 20 piercing. Okay. That's the full attack? Um. Yes. Okay. Uh. Oh. Yeah, yeah, sorry, that's full attack. Okay, so Dis walks up to him and he's like, 
there might be some attacks that get in. You're gonna have to be ready. And he was just like, I'll dodge a lot then. And he just started like wiggling super enthusiastically. And in that process, you missed the first one because you just didn't expect him to get that wriggly mm. on you. Uh, but the second one, you do manage, you stab him. You were kind of like trying to aim for vital areas, but he's still shifting around a lot. So you end up piercing in through his shoulder just above the heart. Um, and then I'll back away from him, uh, just five feet. And while I'm doing it, I'm going to clang my weapons together for the fight. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he just very quickly is just kind of like, oh, one of them got me. Like, How dare you hurt him? I can't believe you guys are doing this right now. <laughs> okay, uh, anything else from this? This is exactly why he asked him to come with him. Yeah. <laughs> you know this is exactly why he wanted him. Uh, anything else from this? Um, no, I'll leave it at that. Okay, Nim, that's you then. Okay. It's a tough one. Hmm. Somewhere between giant ape and magic missile. <laughs> so very different. <laughs> wow. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. Giant ape seems like huge overkill. <laughs> also a bit noticeable. Yeah, true, that's, that's true. why it was between the two. So yeah, I think I'm just gonna fire. I don't want to influence your choice or anything. But it's just like, wow, giant ape, the guy that can't move. No, no. Is Did this... you pick him up and torpedo him into the waves? <laughs> I mean, I know they're bad about the little girls and the cutting. <laughs> Nim smash. <laughs> Nim smash. I, I really oh, want yeah, Nim's a... giant ape to keep his voice, though. So he's like, Nim smash. <laughs> Remember that one time Devin tried to knock an invisible flying wizard out of the air at the door while ape? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was right before he died. <laughs> well, you know, when you pull baller moves like that, somebody's going to get killed. <laughs> All right, Nim, what'll it be? Okay, I'm gonna... I'm gonna say... As a bonus action, I'm gonna say, Oh no, they have a wizard! I'm gonna try to counterspell! And then I'm gonna yell counterspell as my magic incantation to fire a level 4 magic missile. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. So we've got Mind Spike, Fireball, and now Counterspell has been renamed. <laughs> Amazing. I, like I love it. I, I love everything about Nick just being like, counter spell! And then just like sideways with your other hand, you're like, pow, 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 pow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Go so, ahead. I, magic missile. I don't think that misses, right? Nope. It can't yeah, miss. Yeah, it just hits. So roll your damage. Uh, can I have does someone have some D4s out? Uh, yeah. Has people got D4s out? There's a couple. Well, just because I have to roll in six D four for a level four yeah, magic missile. Like it. It's so many missiles. Um, that's five. Ava, uh, yeah. he's a sword. Yeah. Ooh. 
the orange one that she did. The rest of And isn't the damage... Yeah, it's plus one. Is it plus one on every missile? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you, you roll can roll them separately. So right. you get five targets with one. Or six targets. Throw four at the guy, throw one off to a wall, so you're like, I got him! <laughs> <laughs> oh no, the assassins are moving in again! <laughs> <laughs> this whole thing. Uh, good, good use of mechanics. Good, good use of mechanics. Uh, that's 22 magic missile force damage. 22, okay. Uh, I have to remember. Yours was orange. Bang. Okay, so you yell, I'm gonna try to counterspell them! Counterspell! And you're just like, pow, 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 pow! And you, the guy takes every hit, and you just kind of, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> I don't know why he randomly became Ar- Arnold there. Um... <clears throat> Anything else from Nim's turn? He's been slowly becoming a little for a while. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, hard when he gets excited. No, I... Well, because I use my bonus action to yell, I'll counterspell it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I guess it's it's his turn now. Uh, he also uses his bonus action to yell, It doesn't seem to be working. I can't break their magic. I'm going to try something else. And he just, like, kind of wriggles a little bit, and he goes... Okay, hope this works. Uh, darkness! <laughs> and oh immediately, he gets enveloped in that pool of darkness that extends out ten feet in each direction. Uh, drow. Can you, uh... I don't have to spell now. Do you have brightness? Do you have any of the magical? Uh, Dis, you were right next to him, I believe, so you're also now inside this magical darkness. Mm-hmm. Uh, dark vision doesn't work in it. Uh, as a reminder, it's only if you have something that specifically says it can see through magical darkness. Did I see what point he put it on when he did it? Uh, you didn't, but cha- your your best guess would be probably himself. I mean, sort of know where he is for the time being. You do. There's nothing to stop Dis from attacking him. It'll just be disadvantaged because he can't see. Wouldn't it be normal because he can't? Yeah. Because he can't move. Yeah, I guess we could call it regular. This loses advantage in Yeah, and you can't target him with things that say you need to target somebody like spells, certain spells. Mm-hmm. Uh, and after he casts it, he just kind of does does one of those. Duh, is it working? Can they still see me? There was two drow assassins in there. I'm gonna try to stop them. All the drows. When races turn. <laughs> he does actually, like, you do hear him kind of, like, stop for a second. Wait, they're drows? Yes, why? He doesn't respond right away. Uh-oh. We've been made! He's <laughs> 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 just thinking he's been betrayed. I attack him. Go ahead. Uh, so yeah, just just one roll now. Just regular roll. Do you have to see me for Portman? Yes, I think so. Uh, 24. Uh, that'll be a hit. Blindly stabbing into the darkness, dislands a blow. Uh, I'll sneak attack it. Sneak attack, you're fine as long as you don't have disadvantage, right? With the swashbuckler stuff you have? Yeah. Yeah. Two, seven. 
Uh, 16 piercing off the first one. Okay. Um, then I'll attack again. Alrighty. Um, Might as well. I'll use my inspiration in the second attack. Oh, sure, sure. Use your inspiration to try to land that attack. Damn it! It's worse. Because I rolled to the side. God fucking Um, yeah, that's a miss again. Okay. Second attack misses, but first attack lands. Uh, how you weak do was he the, How weak was he when you cast darkness on himself? He seemed about half. It's kind of hard to tell. With him kind of like already like stuck, not moving and stuff. He but seemed, yeah. yeah, he was bleeding quite a bit. Okay. Um, he had big bruises where Nim's missiles hit him. I'll give you another 10 seconds. Sure. Uh, okay, I'll just back away from him again in the same direction I did and clanging my weapons okay. together. Are you trying to back out far enough that you clear the darkness? Um... Like, are you going to move your... Are you going to use your so full what I movement do, hoping that you get out of it, I should say? Uh, actually, fuck, I'm going to do it this way. Um, so instead of that, I'm going to action surge. Okay. I'm going to attack again. Uh, sure, go ahead. We'll see how this goes. I have things I want to do with that. Does he that was 16? Uh, miss. All right. Um, I want to leave my weapon where I stabbed it into the ground, I suppose, and missed him, because I know I would have been somewhere close to him. Okay. Um, and just hopefully... Did I feel any sort of pressure like I went through a piece of clothing or something? The On the one that missed? Yeah. No. I just straight up missed. Just a straight whiff. Okay. I'll leave it in the ground around there, though. So I'm leaving the weapon stuck in the ground... So I have some sort of placement in this at the darkness phase. Okay. Um, also, the one other thing, I suppose. What did he? He save concentration, I suppose, from darkness. Uh, let's find out. Good catch. Been a while since I had to roll that. <laughs> uh, yes, he did. Okay. All right, then uh, I'll back away five, and then in my turn. Okay. Um, so you just back away five, so you're probably still in the darkness. Yes. Okay. Uh, so yeah, in Nim, all you see is the darkness goes up, you hear some clanging, and this doesn't come out. Okay. Uh... Okay. 
Okay, Nim's just gonna use uh, Chill Touch, aka Lich Slap. Okay. And he's gonna cast it on him. It's a ranged spell attack. Doesn't say I need to see him or anything. It just says make a ranged spell attack. How do you know where to attack? I think if it says ranged spell attack, you have to doesn't he know attack. where the his spell still centralized on the concentration? Uh, in theory, assuming the guy actually did center it on himself, he could have easily put it five feet either. No, direction. but I mean, he should feel where his magic is going, because he still hasn't phantasmal. Yes. I I don't think if you can, because to make an attack roll, you have to be able to target something. Mm, okay, okay, okay. But, but like, say you're, like, firing, because it usually just gives you disadvantage, right? Like, I should just be rolling with disadvantage, because I can't see him, but he has, he's restrained, so neutral's out. Yeah, I think you can, because, like, Cause regular, like, if, like, if you're an archer, you can attack blind into a darkness and hope for the best. So it's it just says make a ranged spell attack. It doesn't say I have to be able yeah. to see him. Then, then yeah, it'd be yeah. the same as, it'd be the same as, like, if you were an archer firing a shot in, you can't guarantee you're gonna hit him, but you can roll with the you know disadvantage or, or whatever it works out into. Okay, so what happens though is Nim foretells that he knows where he is. That's right. To the critical point. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. Nim's portal was like, no, no, no. I saw this part when I was dreaming last night, and that motherfucker was standing right there. You fucking Doctor Strange didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He totally he 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 saw what was gonna happen here. So he also saw a different version of this where he accidentally uses the number one portent here and hits Dis. <laughs> yeah, he looks over at Dis. He can't see him, but he knows that Dis is going like this. <laughs> <laughs> He's seen many outcomes of this fight. <laughs> so you guaranteed the crit on the chill touch. Uh, that's eighteen. Okay. And then do I roll D hundred for is there a crit table for yes, spells? Yes, Yeah. Technically speaking, we should have rolled that first because sometimes it affects how much spell damage you do, but okay, well, those ones are pretty rare, so uh chill touch is what? Ice? Uh it's necrotic actually. Okay, necrotic. There you are. Okay, go ahead. It's uh seventy-seven. Seven. This one. Okay, that's one of the ones that we've decided is crazy. So we'll bump to the next nearest one. Um, in that last attack roll you did, did you roll any ones? I did. Uh, re-roll them once. You came a two. So <laughs> one more one damage. damage. One more damage. Good crit roll. That was also part of your portent. You totally saw. That you could aim that one just a little better. <laughs> okay. And, uh, yeah, from inside the cloud, you definitely get the... I'm giving a l- lots of hits. They're, they're very good. Uh, did he save concentration? Uh, let's see. Nim hit him for... It should just be ten. Yeah, ten. yeah, it would just be ten. Uh, yes, then he just barely saves it. Okay. Okay, uh, so that is that the end of your turn, Nim? Is there anything else you want to do? I'd be like, it's really hard to see. I can't really hold them off if I can't see them. Mm-hmm. Okay, not bad, not bad. <laughs> I um just ting my weapons together. <laughs> Fair. Okay. I think he's like, I'm going to try again, and he, he's going to try to break it again. Well, actually, he's in darkness now, so I can't see. What's the roll he has to make for that? 16. Okay. He makes it. Just barely. 
Okay, so he uses his action and he the he recognizes that it's an illusion and starts moving more freely. And he just kind of gives a I I'm clear now. I'm going to move around a little to try to confuse them. And he just kind of you hear him kind of like moving around in the darkness. So he got up, he didn't bump my dagger or anything? Uh not that you heard. Yeah, lucky. Alright. Um Okay. Yeah, so he's he's free, but he's in the darkness and still seems more or less fully committed to your lie. <laughs> Especially because the darkness means he can't see that it's a lie either. Uh, so yeah, Dis. Uh, you you know he's free and moving around. He told you as much. <laughs> um, attacking now would be regular disadvantage because he's obviously not incapacitated anymore, or not us. Uh, restrained. restrained anymore. <clears throat> Are those feats? What are you looking for? Uh, I don't remember what feats I had. Pretty sure it's something. Oh no, wait, I'm thinking of a different character. Uh, okay, uh, I will grab my weapon from the ground since I would have had a decent idea of where I placed it. Yeah, and I can yeah. pretty sure I have a connection to it. So um, enough that you can kind of like search with your foot, catch it with your foot, and grab it. Mm. Um, is the darkness moving? Uh, no, the darkness doesn't move. It's, it's, once you cast it, it's a fixed point. Um, if he, oh, he cast it on a spot then instead of an item? I uh, correct. Okay. I, I actually don't know if you can cast darkness on an item. Yeah. Or no, wait, yes you can. Okay. But yeah, no, he put it on just the ground. Or at least it doesn't seem to be moving. I guess I can't really answer that to you because you're inside it. Yeah, no, I wouldn't. <laughs> no, I would um, but so yeah, I guess I would be able to tell, that. like, if it moved off of him. Yeah. Yeah. Really. yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm going to attack in the darkness around where I heard him scurry off to. Sure, yeah, give it a go. Uh, it'll, like I said, just regular disadvantage. 19. Uh, that's it. Uh, sneak attack. Okay. Um, no, no, it doesn't have sneak attack. Uh, no snackety snack attack. Okay. Uh, I will trip attack, or... Yeah, I'm going to trip attack him with this as well. Okay. Uh, trip attack being the one, he does, what, a deck save, and if he fails it, he falls prone? Yeah, hold on. I think it's the pull gist of it. Up again. <laughs> well, I'm going to just pull this up again. Okay, so trip attack. Uh, yeah, if he's large or smaller, he has to make a strength saving throw. Oh, a strength saving throw. Okay. Uh, damage goes first. So that's eight damage. Eight damage. Superiority die. Yeah. Let's see here. Let's see. 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 Let's yeah, I don't think it. Yeah, possibly. I don't think you could possibly roll high enough. No. Uh, so that's six more damage from trip attack, and then he needs to make a strength saving throw against. Where's my body saves again? So it's a sixteen. Yes, to save on. Okay. Uh, he definitely failed it, so he fell over. 
Okay. Or sounds like he fell over. You hear him, like, thud and hit the ground, and there's kind of that, like, Oy! Um. Okay, so he made the save as well? Or- I, I was just going to say, so you hear the, Oy! And then, as he hits the ground, the darkness evaporates. Okay. And you see for a moment, he's kind of got that, like, wide-eyed looking around, but... Then he's kind of looking around. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> How does he look? Uh, he's, I mean, he's very hurt. The dots are about to draw. Yeah, no, I mean, like... <laughs> um, I have an action search yet, have I? Uh, yes, I yes, you did. Did I, do, did I actually do it, or did I think I was doing it? No, you did, did it. it. Okay, I did. Mark does your hands. Somebody check the recording. <laughs> We're not there yet. Live playback. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. I did it and then missed the attack. Anyway, uh, yeah, <laughs> as sometimes happens. Okay, so he's on the ground right now. I do my second attack on him. Okay, and that'll be with advantage because he's prone on the ground. Yeah, and you're in melee range. I also Nim can see that. you again too. Yeah, Nim can see you again. Use my warden. That's true. He did. Uh, so twenty-five. It's definitely a hit. Sneak attack. Other damage guy add on here. There's a few. Okay. Uh, first attack. Oh. First attack. <laughs> so. Um, I'm going. Uh, 17 damage. Okay. How do you want to end him on the ground? Uh, just so he looks up at me. That moment of realization. With that realization. When I have both my weapons there. Um. Whoops. I. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that I almost s- seems light. <laughs> I pause down there and I'm like. <laughs> God damn. What's your one liner? You're only the fifth drow I've ever seen. Man. <laughs> in that moment where you pause for the witty remark, just as you're driving the daggers down, he gives you a witty remark of his own, and he just kind of looks up at you, and there's that realization moment. He just goes, it doesn't matter. You're still going to die. And then both daggers sink into his chest, and he stops breathing. Take the daggers out and wipe them off and everything. Um, I'll, I'll start prestidigitationing everything. I'll be like, we should drag the body inside quick! Yeah, let's go. I'm gonna grab one, I'm gonna grab his shoulders and just start fucking dragging them. And I'm just gonna like prestidigitation all the blood up. Okay, <laughs> right okay. Behind it, like you're like dragging him into the thing and Nim's like poof 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 <laughs> Okay, you you guys get the body inside, Nim's taking a reasonable job at cleaning up outside. What do you want to do now? Uh, search his body for keys. Okay. Uh, yeah, give an investigation. Whoever wants to search I'll, his body. I'll search his body. <laughs> he has the I'm uh, not the smartest. <laughs> hey, man, even a minus one. That's 28. 17. Okay. Nim's like, I'll search his body. <laughs> Maybe a little too eagerly. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, Nim, you take a look thoroughly through his pockets, and you uh, come up... Sorry, I'm gonna sorry. go to the door and lock it right after. Like, bring down the bar that... Sure. Lock this up. Yeah, that makes I'll sense. I'll just stand by there while he's doing that. Okay. You start digging through his pockets. It's a little dark still, uh, obviously because all the lights are off in here. Uh, and you dig through his body, and you come up with three things. You come up with a little coin purse that has just 
Uh, or I, I wouldn't say just shy. It has a hundred gold in it. Okay. What was this guy's name again? Uh, something Discomfort. Master Discomfort. Master Discomfort. What's this called? DC. So you've got the hundred gold. You also find a fairly large-sized skeleton-esque looking key. And the last thing is just a little, like, packet of some sort of powder. Uh, it's not white and it's not red. It's got kind of a bluish hue to it. But a very light bluish hue. And it's in, like, a leaf or something? Uh, not in a leaf. It's it's in its own kind of little, like, very small vial. Like, think, like, very, like, like it's an inch tall and it's that kind uh, of... It's a cocaine vial. Yeah, it kind of <laughs> looks like a cocaine vial. Weird. Vial of blue powder. <laughs> Possibly <Yeah>. cocaine. <laughs> or death powder. <laughs> not gonna find out. <laughs> Don't worry, I got this. It <laughs> <laughs> makes you happy cutting up little girls. So. Ah. <laughs> Must be a good show. Speaking of the little girls. Do we have the key? Now we do. Yeah. Let's go save those little girls and find maybe Mary. Yeah! <laughs> yeah! I got the key! Just murdered somebody called them. Let's save some girls. <laughs> yeah! Um, I guess I'm going to take... I'm going to drag the body down into that processing room. Just, just keep it out of the way out of just out the doorway, I suppose. Sounds good. Are you prestidigitationing the whole way, or do you yeah. not care about the blood trail? No, no, here? I'll, I'll prestidigitation just to make it look like he like got assaulted deeper inside. Okay, fair enough. So you drag him down the stairs and into that the processing room with the long tables. Mm. Okay, so you get the body. Where are you putting it in that room? Um, like you try and kind of tuck it away, or uh, so. There is also that littler room that has, like, the finished product in Where did well. it look like he would sit or do something? Like, where would he be standing? There, was a, there was a desk in the finishing room, uh, and there's obviously, like, chairs by these these big tables as well. Actually, let's move him into the finishing room on the desk. Let's make it look like he maybe had an accident with the powder. <laughs> okay. We're just, you're going to heal his body? <laughs> Drag. So I'm gonna drag him in and put him like prop him up on the chair and everything, and then just have him like slumped over like the. Okay. Uh, did Nim? I assume you're prestidigitationing the whole time. Okay. So you drag the body over to the thing. Nim is prestidigitationing the whole way. You bring the body across the threshold into the room, and you start like trying to prop it up onto the chair. And Nim is finishing up his prestidigitationing all the way up to the chair. And as he finishes the last prestidigitation under the chair. All of the powder in the room starts to pulse faintly. Oh god! I was waiting for this the whole time. I was like, when you said, Let's go rescue those women! <laughs> you also notice on the floor, there are little spots where bits of loose powder just couldn't be perfectly cleaned up. Like, you know, it's a fine powder, it kind of gets everywhere. And anywhere that his blood touched, the color of the powder is changing from that kind of bright red to a much, like, darker, like, rouge hue. What if the blue powder counteracts this? Or it could be death powder. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what do we do? We should save the women. We should. 
bust out of it, I suppose. Sure. So you're kind of like, well, something might be happening in there. Probably best we leave. <laughs> so you're going to run down to where the girls are. Yeah. And then try to unlock the doors as quick as possible. Okay. Um. So I guess like it, does, it doesn't really matter. But are you going clockwise, uh, counterclockwise? I will let Nim start to go on one side of the room with the key, and mm-hmm. then I'm going to try to pick the locks on the other side to make it quicker. Okay, sure, that makes sense. So, Nim, you walk over to the first cage, and you start getting the key in there to open it, and uh, Dis will have you do a sleight of hand for uh, opening the cage uh, on, we'll say, the left side. Uh, 21. Okay. Uh, And Nim, obviously, you get the key in there. So, both of you, almost simultaneously, you're like, okay, good, first lock down, the locks fall to the ground, the cage is open, and you start moving on to the second set, when both girls in the cages, hearing the door open, obviously turn around, and both of those girls, their eyes are bleeding blood, and they each kind of (laughs) go, and they jump out of the cages at you. Hissing girls at you. And uh, we'll stop there for today. <laughs> God damn it! Yeah, let's uh, what do We're trying to do good and everything's going wrong. Wow, what a cliffhanger. I wonder what's going to happen next time. Uh, seriously, guys, thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening in. Uh, if you liked what you heard, share us with your friends. If you hated what you heard, share us with your enemies. Uh, seriously, though, like, comment, subscribe. We'd love to hear from you. And we'll find out what happens to Double Doubles and Dragons next time.